Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. to keep money the one thing that makes the world go round and can make you the most popular person ever did you know that there are people stupid enough to think that you'll share your wealth with them <laughs> you know there's even some that will happily scam you out of it if they can and give all entrepreneurs a bad name and you'll find out here because welcome to the j-man show here on k360 radio That damn income tax comes out of nowhere, huh? Well, it's good to be somewhat manageable again. Means I'm broke. I mean, if that isn't what shrinks the gross into net pay, then it's the cycle of bills, right? Anyways, welcome back to the show for episode 49, J360 Legion. I'm your host, Jay, of course, and we're continuing off of episode 48, as this is the second half of a double special. But, you know, since it's near tax season, and we as people often complain with some good reasons about our bankrolls, This episode is about the cold hard cash, the liquid transaction, the deposits in your assets to keep the interest stable and balanced, unless you withdraw like a damn fool. Now, I'm not going to be a financial advisor because there are plenty of other podcasts that are well-meaning and able to fix up your finances if they're in the toilet. And plus, I don't have that much time in this show to even talk about the ever-shifting economy. There are times I wonder if we'll ever have one. What would what Incompetence Inc. is doing, I mean, tariffs and trade wars with our allies, but allowing our associates or frenemies, I should say, to do whatever they want to do. The government needs a tune-up, people. So we'll have to be in recession mode and store up the earnings and budget for the things we want instead of just, you know, thrifting. You know how that goes. Because this mess is really starting to stink right now. Now, unfortunately, you have plenty of people that don't even want to dig for their capital either. You know them. Welchers, moochers, and so on and so forth. I mean, I see a lot of people making their, quote, wealth from Patreon, Coffee, PayPal, Kickstarter, YouTube, and so on. Now, it's good that we have the ability to use these devices, and they can provide additional supplemental income for those that are living out their passions, but there are reasons why we can't have nice things in society, and oftentimes it's because of human stupidity, laziness, and abusing the system. And I've seen all of this in a reaction video, which... In a way, kind of killed YouTube for me. You know what I'm saying? Similar to like those eating videos and 
other things that people use that just really kind of tanks and they, they and then they call it entertainment it's like yeah that's when you know that entertainment varies amongst people so i better keep my bias in check you know especially whenever i do this show i mean you know it's just like that person that sits there and eats cereal as the trailer videos in the corner or the people who overreact for cheap last reviews and you know what overreaction is you've seen it don't lie to yourselves you know i mean yeah you can see they're really suffering at their work profession huh and getting plenty for it because that's how gray the area is over there for YouTube and whatnot. They're not all bad because there are some that do reach out to the creators of the source material and they give credit. So not all are bad, but there are still some issues with it. Especially when the same person will be in a video later flaunting around the greenbacks they got for that previous video. Oh yeah, me sitting on my butt and making all these crazy looking faces day in and day out. Yeah, yeah, that's really a hard working job. You don't understand. Uh, of course, there's some editing involved, I'm sure, but you know, there's just something, ugh, you know what I mean? I think one of my own had an idea of doing reaction videos, I'm like, hey, you go ahead and do you, pal, I just want to go ahead and do the work for the company. But another thing is, is that people are being outraged about YouTube and adpocalypse that have happened over time, and then changing their monetization policies, and like YouTube went ahead and raised the bar a little bit. Now, do I commend YouTube for changing their policy? <laughs> no. Because the good people in charge can't handle criticism much like the people who use the site and often do fairly stupid things to add to the problem instead of fixing it. Oh, yeah. That's a whole episode right there talking about what Auntie Sarah and the rest of the people in charge of YouTube are doing. So, I mean, no sense. But you all knew this was inevitable, right? You knew that YouTube has and been for some time oversaturated with people. I mean, as soon as you sign up for Gmail or anything that deals with Google in general, you get a YouTube channel for free. Like, it is woefully oversaturated, and having the ability to exclude is important for them to maintain some control. Not like they really have had any control outside of relying on algorithms and going over there and making stuff a little bit more harder for people to start up, you know? Because apparently they still hold on to those top YouTubers that are always talking about how YouTube isn't the same it was. Yeah, you know the ones. But you see, though, they have to do something because some of the ads that appear before the content that comes after, and the content that comes after could be anything because it is called YouTube for a reason. It could be a hate-filled rant-type video or something like that, and you saw an ad for baby wipes or something. You know, unless you were smart and used the blocker, I guess, but at the end of the day, you're still kind of hurting businesses that way too. Like legitimate ones. But you see, this is why that adpocalypse fallout actually became a thing. You know businesses need money to thrive. So you can see that, yeah, is it all about the money? Is that what all businesses care about? Yeah, because it's the lifeblood. The thing about YouTube is, it is too big now. So we all have to work that much harder, not only to differentiate from each other, but we have to work harder to get that cheddar. Now some of you would think that this would stop certain people, right? Like the ones that make crap content, the ones that really just try to mooch off of anything, they don't do no work, you think this would stop them? No. They jump ship right to Patreon, so plenty of their fan bases that have not awakened to see exactly what kind of schlubs they are, they'll sit right there and they'll say, oh my god, I got Patreon. And you know what, you can happily line their pockets up with your hard-earned money, or somebody else's hard-earned money, especially if, you know, you're not at working age or you're not trying to work at all. You see, and once again, I'm going to say not all are bad because there are some legitimate friends I have on there and people that are doing things similar to what I'm doing. So, you know, they, they're doing the best they can, but they also have day jobs, too, to go with it, which we'll go into a little later. But you see, the thing is, quite a lot of those moochers on there, they will happily sit back and let you fund their trips to outlandish places. And remember their perks? 
some of their perks are kind of like ridiculous after a while. They could be like the most worthless thing in the world. Oh yeah, I'll go ahead and say your name on my video. Or I'll give you a shirt with my signature. Or I'll go ahead and I'll just try to have you team up with me. But wait, my streaming's been off, so yeah, there's no way we could ever really team up. Oh no, I'm busy today. Or I'm doing something else. You see what I'm saying? And then the beautiful part is, is that when you went for that perk, the content that was promised to you, chances are they're not going to deliver it. They're just going to sit right there and say, oh, I want to see how this stacks up and how this grows. And even though Patreon does charge and take a little percentage out because it's a business too, I mean, they all do. This is how the ad stuff works. But the thing is, is this. It's not enough to make them be stopped and say, oh, well, you know, don't you owe them some content at a point? And I'd be like, you know what? Eventually I'll get to it, but I need more money because this is a very ambitious project. Lies to build the house of lies. And it's just ridiculous because Patreon... It's a good idea. It's a good investment. Yeah, you're going to put some work up there. You're going to put some behind the scenes up there. In general, like anything else, it's a good system. Problem is, the gray areas are there, and damn if the people that abuse these things are not abusing them to the fullest. I mean, slowly but surely, Patreon as a tool is turning into Kickstarter Indiegogo. Good practice, but it's abused to where potential investors, especially the ones that really pay attention, they may not want to donate a rusty nickel to anybody. And there are plenty of scammers that will not come through, especially when they got it out of you. And, you know, this really, uh, really is sad, but because, you know, eventually, like, as I want J360 to get stable, as a lot of other people want their companies to get stable, there's some people out there that could really use that supplemental income to help out. You know what I'm saying? But the joke's on them, because as soon as all this stuff dries up, it'll be a rat race for them all to get a job. You know, if they haven't been working at the same time they've been doing this stuff. But from a lot of the crying videos I've seen lately, and there are plenty of them, they'll sit right there and talk about how their channel's dying, how this isn't working out, and all sorts of ideas that they had coming together, big plans that fell through. I mean, you should be aware and have like a safety net in charge. Didn't I make an episode about having a safety net just in case things don't work out? I'm sure I did, most likely, but actually I got a question for you all. What's wrong going to work? Remember that? Having a job. Sure, it may or may not be as glamorous as indie creating, but hell, there's nothing wrong with building your cash flow at the classic, you know, go to work and come home. Now, you might deal with unreasonable coworkers, bosses, and customers, but at least you can level up there. You get some skills and added stuff to your resume, and you keep looking for the right fit in both salary and position. Nothing in the rule book said you had to stop doing your passion or using Patreon, but the idea is is not to depend on it. So you got too many people depending on this stuff. It's not going to last forever. I mean, I hope GoFundMe still exists and helps people build their business and do nonprofits and whatnot. Because, you know, we all do need that startup money. I'm not going to lie. But you see, that's when you budget for that startup money. You know, you want to expand your cash flow tactfully. Yes, I'm sure some of y'all are scared of that word budget, but budget's very important. Let's be better than our government and actually know how to work and get it together for our expenses. You know what I'm saying? Or you know what? Pay yourself before you go out here and pay anybody else. Little things like that. Invest for a little bit of supplemental income. And then how it returns as you use that ad money or Patreon money can stabilize your project or indie corporation's growth. Now, the idea is, will you get rich from this method? I don't know. Will you retire from this method? Maybe. Or will you get that nice house that you've been looking at for quite some time? You know, it's in the quiet area and you don't have to deal with stupid people roaming around or roommates that don't really care or not getting or just getting by in this world, not doing anything for themselves. I mean, that that's debatable. Maybe you could get that nice home, but I don't see why you have to flaunt it around and tell everybody, yeah, this is how much money I make off of y'all, <laughs> but you're not doing a damn thing, <laughs> not doing any editing or anything like that. Don't worry, you'll get that project eventually. 
You'll never get that project. If you hear that kind of nonsense, you will never get that project. <laughs> Don't even worry about that. You might as well just call it vaporware. Oh yeah, you're probably thinking, Jay, you got room to talk, some of your stuff's late. Yeah, but I'm at work, fool, so that's how that goes. You see, I don't make money off of any of these areas yet, and even if I did, it would just be tools and supplemental, whereas with me, myself, I'm well taken care of. Now, I remember what Nathan Lane and the producers said, you know, you have your money for the show, don't use your own money in the show. That's true, to a point, but there are moments where you're going to need to use your own money, you just have to be tactful about it. Like, sell merchandise. Merchandise always works. Go ahead and do an online store for yourself. But once again, if it's not really taking and your fan base isn't there to help buy the stuff and you're not marketing like you should or actually treating your work like it is, working a brand, you see, of course it's going to falter because some people are not exactly serious about this stuff. They make it seem like they are, but they're not. And then I think somebody on YouTube is going through a tax problem or something like that. Here's the thing. File your damn taxes. Alright, we are getting so closer to April now, and it's like, you all knew this was coming. Come on now. You know, 2018 is season end. This is March. This is the third month. You knew this was going to happen. Of course, it's time to file for what you did last year. And a lot of y'all just bellyache, groan, and tired of it. Oh, you know, I don't feel like doing this. Didn't you complain about, like, you had a drop in your tax returns? Like, a lot of people don't like taxes, but we can never really escape them, but... If you're manageable and if you know what you're doing and if you look into these mortgages and reasonable rates here and just be smart about how to do these things, you probably wouldn't have to worry so much because you're in control. But when you let too many things spiral out of control and you're sitting there saying, Oh, that's really hitting the fan. Um, um, I better go ahead and do an emergency stream. I hope everybody will donate to me in time so I can go ahead and save this uh, land I can't afford or go ahead and pay this car note that I couldn't afford or any of this other stuff. See, that's not being an adult. You want to have this money to have fun with, right? Wouldn't you? So why in the world are you depending it on other people who are out here digging and putting it together to raise their capital, to keep everything in check? And then you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, oh man, you know, instead of me working hard, instead of me, you know, just taking the time to abide and budget, I'm going to spend, 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 spend till I'm in the red. And then I can always depend on everybody else to come and pull me out of this. But at that point, I'll go ahead and I'll supplant everybody else so they can lift me up like this is a damn pyramid scheme. And that seems to be what a lot of people want to do anymore. Want to do pyramid scheming here and there, left and right. But at the same time, the money, if money is really important to you, you should know how to play the game with it. You should know what to invest in. Like a long time ago, well not really too long, about two weeks ago, there was this beautiful plus size model, right? And I mean, she'd done some interesting work from what I saw. And then the idiot's going to come and talk to me like I'm going to go ahead and give her money. You see, and the reason why I'm not afraid to call her an idiot is because she was an idiot. I don't know her. You see what I'm saying? Like, I am a business person. Don't get me wrong. And I look to see about building my networks. But I invest in people who are working. I invest in people that know what they're doing and have their end goal in sight. This girl pretty much wanted some weekend money so she can go ahead and party around and gallivant and show herself off on Snapchat. You know, what with all the hookah smoke in and everything. I was like, you know what? At that point, you need to go take your ass to Sam's Club or Walmart or something and go get you a damn part-time job or something like that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be asking anybody out here for money, especially if it's just random dudes. What does that say about you? You know, that kind of takes that whole feminism movement that's out here and makes it laughable, amongst other things. Because there's moments where, you know, you can laugh at third-wave feminism on pretty much anything. But you see, the thing about it is, is that when you see, 
people like that trying to go ahead and take money from you or persuade you to give them money, I'm not giving you no money, especially if I don't know you. You understand what I'm saying? And, and the idea is, I guess she thought because, you know, you know, the J-man is, is single and he's looking for love and all that kind of stuff. He'll go ahead and give it out. See, the thing about it is, I was never desperate when looking for love. And the thing about it is, as I look for love, I'm not looking for love right now. I'm busy working on my empire right now. That's what's important. And even then, I know I could do better than her. So, like, I feel sorry for a lot of dudes out there that don't have the self-esteem or the clout to stand up and say, you know what? This whole thing is stupid because the girl was even crazy enough to say it turns her on when men give her money. So I'm trying to think about what other brothers out there that gave her money. And this could happen to anybody, though. I'm just speaking from the perspective of a man. You know what I'm saying? And I probably lost some subscribers because of that. But you should have known that because it's in the title. J-Man. You understand what I'm saying? But going back into it, though, it's like, see how people will try to mooch and try to make this seem like, you know, invest in me. This is a good idea. All this kind of stuff. I mean, I've seen her work. But it, it ain't no work that I couldn't have done at my college level. You understand what I'm saying? It's not like it's top quality professional work. It's not like this girl has contracts or has anybody representing her. And you see, if you have, if you're from a big time publishing agency, okay, you would think that they would tell you how to use your money, right? Like you would have agents and stuff like that. Your people talk to my people. And you see, she ain't had no people. But she's talking about, please invest in my hustle. I'm not investing in your hustle. You go ahead and you hustle. You do what you got to do. You don't need my stuff yet. Oh, and here's the here's the beautiful part, right? She's going to go ahead and say this kind of nonsense. Oh, whatever, you broke. And it's like, <laughs> really? I mean, you going to go that far? You, you going to talk about somebody's income like that? You going to go ahead and say, I'm broke? Once again, you don't know me. So the thing about it is, as you don't know me, the whole idea of how I make my money is a total enigma to you. And the truth is, these bags under my eyes and everything else? Nah, I ain't broke. Night shift. Keep it in mind. Night shift. And you see, the thing about it is, when you're tired and you listen to anybody else, the only time I would be broke is if I'm paying that Comcast bill and everything else. Yep. Because you know what? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to pay your damn bills. And you know what? If you don't want to pay any bills, don't make any bills. Simple as that. But, you know, I told her off about herself, and needless to say, I hope she learned a valuable lesson, because I think I might have made her cry. And, you know, I don't like doing that kind of stuff. I, I, I did that years ago when I was a very angry teenager, and, you know, I'm slowly but surely growing out of my ways, because I'm 31 now. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a true story, and, you know, the sad part is, guys, this is the second time that happened. There's another one out there with some credentials, and she was like this. She's a published model from New York to L.A., and then she talks about how she underestimated her spendages. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading from what she wrote. Her spendages. And she needed 100 bucks. Now, keep in mind, once again, this is a woman I don't know. So I'm like, I'm not giving you 100 bucks. I'm not going to do it. Now, it would be different if I was in the same area you were. And you're out there and you probably need something. You know what I'm saying? It would be different at that cost. But no. I'm not giving you a hundred bucks, especially if I barely know you. And not only that, I've seen you on live a couple of times. That doesn't count for anything. It's just when people go about doing this weird stuff, folks, for money, it's like you working in these professions, you should know how much money you have and what you're going to spend it on, what you're going to use it on and where you see yourself going with that money. Cause that's some of that's probably your travel expenses too. So 
once again, it's like because you're not responsible and you don't exactly know how to work out that bankroll like you're supposed to. I'm supposed to be feeling bad about myself. You came to me. Keep that in mind. Oi. You know what? Honestly, if I ever do retire from filmmaking, maybe I should go into finances. Because <laughs> I'm cruel as hell nowadays. But the truth is, is like, why, why would you insult an investor? And, and this is another thing for a lot of independent creators out there. Do not insult your investor. Now, nine times out of ten, that person believes in your dream, sees that cockamamie BS you're trying to sell, and looks at you and says, okay, well, if I go ahead and give you this much, what can you use with this, and what is my return? And if you're not going to talk about the return on that investment like anything, then it's a bad investment, it's a bad deal, and then I see that you're not mentally strong to handle it, I'm not ever going to invest in you again. And there's a lot of people on Kickstarter about that. I'm sure you've seen them. It's just, why, why would you insult your investor? You're the one with the problem. I'm supposed to give you the solution. That's like going to check and go and saying, oh yeah, you know, I'm over here. I'm outraged for all this sort of thing. Even though I came into your establishment and I'm asking to get some money from you. And you know that don't make no sense. <laughs> Be sitting right there. You know, honestly, I need to go put in an app over at check and go just to see some of that wild stuff and, you know, keep like these money episodes together for you all. Because the way things are going, there's going to be a lot of talk about people and how they can't handle money well. Start giving yourself an allowance. Get another savings account for yourself. Put some money in that savings account. Don't spend it on anything stupid. I mean, at least try to wise up a little bit. Because, you know, that second recession that everybody's talking about ain't too far off. Because, hey, you know what? That new government we got doesn't know how to budget. And I mentioned that before. It's just so sad, you know? It's like, after a while, it makes me want to just get out of my field and go into something else. But, you know, it's just so sad to see, like, other people doing these kind of things where there are real legitimate creators and moguls that want to take over and cause a lot of prosperity in the industry. They're always getting the shaft and pushed aside for a bunch of con artists out here that won't step up. You got to step up. I, I mean, like, it's not the early thousands anymore. You know what I mean? You know, it's not, well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, early thousands, probably. You have no YouTube and stuff then. It's not the early 2000s anymore where you can go ahead and all this stuff is easy. The gravy trains that you've been looking for, you know, they're not really there. Like, even sometimes going to a job, you know, chances are you might have to work in the part-time unless they somehow magically give you that full-time or you have enough education to back you so you can get full-time. I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, you got to find a way to make it work. And here's how it goes. Instead of looking for a gravy train, why not have multiple flows you ever think about that you see like that girl right there if she was all about the independent woman's narrative that she's trying to um procrastinate on she could go out to starbucks she could go out to any of these places she doesn't have to be a model full-time she could be part-time somebody and go ahead and make all that money out here you see what i'm saying any of them could you know put the passion on hold a little bit be mindful of it, though. Don't give it up. But go ahead and give that job something so you can have a little nest egg to grow on so that you'll never, ever have to ask anybody for a damn thing. You ever think about that? And you see, I know, some of y'all probably be like, Well, Jay, nobody gets by without help. Yeah, well, nobody gets by being a lazy ass either. And a lot of them are getting caught now. That's why they're sitting there saying this nonsense right now. 
And now, as usual, you need to be responsible about the income and flows, especially if you borrowing them from people. When people are putting an investment in you like that, and you see the thing is, there need to be like an interest rate tacked on to that stuff. You know what that's called, right? It's called credit. That's pretty much credit carding. Getting anywhere you need to, but at the same time, you're going to pay back. You better pay back in something in terms of that content that you promised on Patreon or in terms of that product that should be in the finishing stages off of Kickstarter, Indiegogo, or any of these funding places now because there's like a multitude of them now. I think there's even one called Fund Anything. That's basic, isn't it? Fund Anything Incorporated. But then again, it might be a dummy name because, you know, there's always those areas out there too. And I'll tell you one thing. Celebrities ruin Kickstarter Game developers, big time game developers ruin Kickstarter. And then there's those mini ones that ruin Steam Greenlight. Like plenty of these things that could be outlets for a lot of creators have been destroyed because people don't want to work for anything, but they want easy money. And money you can always get. I mean, like some of y'all probably say, you know, maybe I I just don't see myself getting a job. I think there was some girl that said that. It's like, why? Because people are going to make fun of you, talk about you, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. People talk about everybody. You on YouTube. When you on YouTube, what do you think the bottom section of YouTube is? It ain't Disneyland. It's not a beautiful place down there. I mean, there are people that are arguing about Christianity, religion, just about everything. And then, of course, bringing in racist hate all the time, which probably had nothing to do with the original video. And you going to talk about, I don't want to go work because of people. You know what I'm saying? See, see how dense it is with so-and-so's? And you see, sometimes it kind of takes off from money. I know I said that this was all about the cold, hard cash, but you see how far people will go in delusional ways to think that, hey, this is all about the cash, and it's not. This is about human stupidity. Money is a man-made object. It's about how you use it, how you invest it, how you have it. And if you treat it with respect, it will respect you. But if you go ahead and you just nonchalantly give a damn and do anything you want to do and sit there at the end of the day wondering about your last two dimes, you wouldn't have last two dimes if you were actually tactful about it. And it's so sad, you know? And and take it from me, you know? I was unemployed. It ain't no fun. I mean, I was sitting there for years with no job for a little bit. But, you know, things started to come together. Things are clicking. I'm making money. I'm more tactful. I'm more respectful about the thing that I'm in now, you know. And then, actually, it opens my eyes about, hey, maybe I should be a little bit more forthcoming about how I need to go about building this business. And then as I build this empire and just make sure I stay away from con men and con women, because they're there, obviously. I met two of them. The whole point about it is, is just keep on moving forward, while at the same time just knowing what to use my money for, What's my return investment? And at the end of the day, just treat the people that invested in me with some respect. That's what being a professional is all about. Now, as I say, treat them with respect. That doesn't mean like let yourself become subjugated by everything going on around you. Like, you know, like you have that one teammate that think he's not getting paid enough or you had that other teammate. that says, oh, you know, well, we're not going to get rich from doing this kind of stuff. Once again, who knows this stuff? You only hope that you can make it at least three of them five years. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of small businesses fail within like, what, first six months to a year, something like that. And the whole point about it is you got to know exactly what you have as collateral to prepare for any sort of rainy day. And how many of y'all actually prepare for your rainy days? Matter of fact, how many of y'all actually prepared for your retirements? Now I think about it. You see what I'm saying? But you look at these people on any of these social media outlets and they over here are flaunting, gallivanting and talking about, you know, they're doing all these big things. But 
you see lies are lies, right? That person might not even own that house. That car is probably not even theirs. And even if it is, you know, they probably can't even afford to get it maintenance like anything. You see them in their charter plane just enjoying themselves. But chances are, you know, you can rent a charter plane and take a picture of it and put it on Instagram, right? Like, the lies are right there. Don't let that stuff con you into thinking that that's how it all is. It takes time to build credible wealth like that. And you're going to have to do a lot of things to get to that point. Some things that, you know, you probably don't think is glamorous. Like you might have to work in a butcher shop for a little bit and you might have to go ahead and deliver papers or you might have to do something that, well, I don't even know about delivering papers. Uh, Allegedly newspapers are dead according to Alan, even though I see a lot of people reading them over here and down at the beach and everything else. So maybe he's uh, full of it. But going back into what I'm saying... (laughs) you're gonna have to do some of these things you might have to double up on your jobs but at the end of the day at least like you don't owe anybody any money at that point you don't owe anybody anything do you see and that's the joy of it sometimes everybody looks at keeping up with the kardashians i'm gonna be just like that i'm sure you do but you're not born into money you're gonna have to work for it and a lot of us we're gonna have to work for it have to turn reality television off i know i did of course at the end of the day I knew I wasn't going to be about that life anyway. I'm going to be working every day and putting all the time in just to build J360 Productions. And the thing is, is that it's all worth it because that's what you do. That that's There's some satisfaction about that. But then you see like other people out here, they'll sit there and say, well, you know, I'm going to mooch off of people because I ain't about that work, man. You know, work shy is the way I want to be, you know. Uh, I ain't going to own up to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, wait, 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 what do you mean my product sucks? What do you mean all this stuff sucks? That did it was suing and, and DCMIU and, and all this other stuff because I can't handle criticism. Here's another thing, right? The ones that can't handle criticism. What did you think you were getting into when you were making this stuff? What did you think you were getting into when you signed up to do a YouTube channel, a Daily Motion channel, or be on Twitch? You know there's a lot of people out there that are going to come in and say something to you. You know there's going to be tedious moments trying to build this stuff. And of course the trolling. Oh yeah, I see that on Instagram Live all the time where people are like, what inspires people to say these things about me? Okay, well what stupid thing did you say that they didn't agree with? I mean at the end of the day you realize when you put this stuff out there, when you're a creator, this is not for the faint of heart. This is for actually those that want to make brands. For those that have a message to share. And when you share a message that seems pretty foolish and stupid, somebody's going to come talk to you about it. It's just like with me in this show, or the Cyclone, or Fridays at J360, or hell, even the J360 Power Play, which is due to come back in the summertime. The point is, is this. You know, you got to have nerves of steel, you got to know what you want, and you got to put in the money, and then you got to think about the return investment. And if you're going to monetize all this stuff up, you're going to run into some problems unless you know how to handle it. And then there will be the day where you're going to be tested on how you handle it. So make sure you handle it well. Otherwise, it's going to lead to a mess. And what did Biggie say back in the day? The more money you got, the more problems you have. And you see, the thing is, a lot of y'all have problems now because you like to flaunt that stuff around. Shoot, if I had all this money that I like to think I would have, y'all would never know about it. And the truth is, is that you really shouldn't be gallivanting and showing off what you have in the first damn place. But since we're in Donald Trump's America, that's all anybody wants to do nowadays. Because I think we're all compensating for something, right? (laughs) Uh, But, you know, as I said, they're not all bad. 
But the idea is is that they all have a stain on them now because so many people have abused the privilege of using these tools. And then, of course, you know, if you can be tactful and if you can be smart about keeping your money together, especially in this industry, you might have a chance to make it. You might be one of the big-time moguls out here. But you got to grind, you got to push yourself, and you got to be willing to do some work. Don't mooch off of people like the rest of these so-and-sos because it's funny seeing their videos pop up where they talk about they need a little extra income and it's like, <laughs> you better take your behind over to Dunkin' Donuts and go ahead and start getting it together just like that old man did in them commercials back in the day. Shoot, wake up and make it happen. Wake up to Dunkin', you know what I'm saying? Which, by the way, as I say that, I wish Dunkin' Donuts would give me some money, but that's just an example right now. And the truth is, is that you're all capable of this. I know we all are. And hopefully someday that when, um, and hopefully someday that these, um, websites here will actually grow a pair and do some enforcement on some of these things and actually be a little bit more tactful about their services. You would think, cause they're supposed to help us and we're supposed to be honest. And the thing is, is that we don't know how to be honest, especially when greenbacks are involved. You understand what I'm saying? But you know what, though? I think I rambled on long enough about this whole money issue. But you see, the thing is, is that be smarter about what you do. Live in your means and just invest wisely. And then keep an idea about multiple sources of income for yourself. You don't have to depend on Patreon. You don't have to depend on YouTube ads. You don't have to depend on too much of anything if you're smart about it. But hey. It is what it is, and I know that it's a real S show out there, so we're just going to have to keep on watching what's going to go on for about the next weeks on end. But until then, though, that's all I have for you on the J-Man Show this week. Another double special has been completed, and we have a new night for this show, so come back next Wednesday for episode 50 as I finally got out of the 40 level. (laughs) And we'll see what happens next. Okay? This is Jay, signing off.